Like Syria, the foreign policy issues the candidates end up discussing at the debate will no doubt be important ones. But history tells us they're not necessarily the same ones that will test whoever occupies a White House for the next four years. Juliette Kayyem is a columnist on foreign affairs and national security for the Boston Globe. Her column today is titled, Is the Foreign Policy Debate Irrelevant? And Juliette, what has history shown? History has shown that theories are interesting and the theories that candidates debate uh, might be illuminating uh, to the electorate, but that they are rarely the issues that will test a president. You know, the next president, whether it's Obama or Romney, is going to inherit Afghanistan, Iran, Iraq. But if you look at modern debates and what the candidates thought that they would be dealing with and then actually what they dealt with, uh, they've been very different phenomenons. So take us back four years. What did President Obama, then candidate Obama, say in 2008 that has proved irrelevant? Well, you know, the thing that tested Obama first that people tend to forget is this strange flu known as H1N1, which Mm. came about in his early days. I call that a foreign affairs issue because it was coming in from Mexico and and his administration got a lot of pressure to close borders as if we could. But just this notion of a, a health threat and a biological threat and potentially mass casualties in the United States was the first crisis that he had to deal with on a global scale. Now, you've been following the the campaign, Juliet. Tweeze apart for us what the candidates' statements or beliefs kind of indicate about how they'll handle any situation out there in the world. Well, okay, Romney's much more ideological and sort of has this theory of the world, which is you sort of view everything through the lens of terrorism and counterterrorism. And so the debate in the United States about Benghazi are really being debated through the frame of this war on terror. And and the, the, the Bush people are his big advisors. On the other side is the Obama doctrine, which he's much more tactical and so views each country as a case of first impression so that in his mind and in his team's mind, the fact that we went into Libya but not Syria, the tactics are justified because they look at each situation differently. Uh, what we don't know is sort of what's the the emergency that is going to happen, you know, looking at this weekend and what happened last week in Cuba and whether Fidel Castro is or isn't alive, you know, for United States policymakers, that's a huge deal, not only because of Florida, but this concern about mass migration of Cubans, which would be a huge crisis for either Obama or Romney, depending on who was in charge at the time. Right. And of course, whatever big emergency emerges next, ideology and tactics will get completely renovated on the fly. That's exactly right. I mean, the best example, of course, is uh, the second President Bush, when he was in office before 9-11, what was he thinking about? And he met with the then President Vicente Fox five times before 9-11. His orientation was this hemisphere. It was consistent with the fact he had been governor of Texas. And then, of course, 9-11 changes not only us, but also then we go into Afghanistan. And then two years later, we're in Iraq. So his foreign policy debate against Gore was thrown out the window because of 9-11. Boston Globe columnist Juliet Kayyem, thank you so much. Thank you so much.